Okay. Shears are fortunate for Brian Deleo Basihudas Ariella. To Parnas Ashana. To Bracha Vatslacha to Akiva Yosef and Natalia. And Eliana Zahava Bas Natalia. Okay. Morning, everybody. Gedvach. It's a big week this week. Perm's coming. Perm's the Chag Bitochen. Nesiva Shalom calls Perm the Chag Bitochen. Mordechai Tzadik. Esther Malka. So let's continue. <clears throat> We're on page 49. We're finishing up the seven factors that... Basically, as we'll see, as I keep saying again and again, that a Kaddish Baruch has that obligate us to trust in Him. That obligate us to trust in Him. It's so logical. At the end of this, it becomes, it's, you, have to, you have to believe. Of course, you have to have a Muna, But if you do have a Muna, then it becomes only logical to trust in Him. And it's silly not to. It becomes silly not to. So let's jump into it. <coughs> so we're on top of 49. Let's just say on top number six, he says. We're reading straight right now. But this is not enough, because even if a person has been cared for exclusively by another until now, the fifth factor was that we trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu because he has taken care of us since we're born. He was before we were born. He was already taking care of us as, as when we were in the embryo state, as a fetus. And he's the one who's going to be with us throughout our adolescence and our, as we mature, through our adulthood, even as we're older. A Kaddish Baruch Hu is the only one who's there. And therefore, we should trust him. But even if you would have a, some sort of doubt, because even if a person has been cared for exclusively by another until now, someone else may possibly interfere and cause some harm. So you want to trust. And this person that you're trusting in knows you so well since the time you were born. But that doesn't mean he could stop other people from harming you. Only when the other person is the sole individual with the ability to do good or bad to him that he can be fully be trusted. So let's get into it. Vashishi says, The sixth factor, he says, <clears throat> the person who has trust is completely in the hands of the one he trusts. No one else is able to harm him, help him, do good to him, or protect him from harm. Just like a servant who is tied up and imprisoned. We're looking again, I'm going to say it a million times, we are looking, Bitachon is supposed to get us to a place of Anuchas Anashash, Yishavadas. That we can take whatever that we have in our lives, a worry and anxiety, and we have a place to put it in order that we no longer have to worry, we have no longer have to be anxious, stressed out. There's a place to put it and it doesn't have to be on me. So I'm looking for that state of calm. If we're if we claim to ourselves, hence personal avoda, that we have bitachon, yet we're not calm, that's a stira. We might have a muna. We might have a muna and not be calm. That's possible. And that's good. Okay, at least we have a muna. But if, you, if you're saying we have bitachon and we want to work on that, and everybody has to be honest, not harsh with themselves, but honest, is that the moment that you become calm is the moment that you have bitachon. In this situation or at large. The more a person lives his life in a calm manner, he's not rushing, he's not getting excited. Like I was thinking this week, it's funny, I told Dave, I was thinking about it. The two, <clears throat> I think that, it could be wrong, but I think in general, the two 
they're numbers. The two numbers that almost, again, I don't know, the percentages, let's say, a very high percentage of Americans in general live by, up and down. Right? Their life depends on this. The Yishev Adash, their Menuchas HaNefesh depends on these two numbers. Number one number, you want to take a guess? Stock market. For somehow that became like the pulse of America. If it's up, okay, we're going we're gonna to make this. And if it's down, oh, this is bad. This is it. I'm losing all my money. Even people who don't even have money in the market. That became, that became the, you know, the, EK, the barometer. It's like the EKG of like America. And the second number, which is also silly, is gas prices. Interest rates is a close third. Is that what to say? Price of temperature. Temperature. I was going to say, we had to have be talking about this temperature, by the way. <laughs> it's hard, but uh, we, thought, we thought we were in spring. But you have to know, it's always like that. Spring comes in, and then a Kodesh Baruch throws you a curveball. It's like, no, no, no. We're still in winter, but I'm just letting you know what's to come. So hopefully this week. But you have to have, I, I told you with my kids, it's what, what's a Kodesh Baruch, what, what weather is he going to give us today? It's not the weathermen. What, what's a Kodesh Baruch going to give us today? But the gas prices, like that becomes like, if gas prices are up, it's, uh, I, can't, I can't go on a vacation. I don't have any money to spend. I can't give to Douglas. I'm sorry, sir. The perm is going to be is going to be rough for people this year. I'm sorry, I can't give money to you because did you hear that prices are up to four dollars and thirty five cents in some places? That's that's crazy. How can I can't live that way? Now I worked out the math as I was the first time I saw these numbers. I didn't even realize because I don't pay attention to these things. But when I saw the number, I'm like, oh, okay, that's not what it was last week. And I worked out the math how much more it is a year. Basically, it's really not so crazy. But if you don't actually work out the chesed and you just see that number and you say, whoa, it's a dollar more than it was last week, then you can, you can lose your kalim. But if you have a little bit of bitachon, okay, let's, let's, let's at least think about the situation. Now, we don't have to lose ourselves. Let's, let's think about it. Let's work it out. Bitachon keeps a person calmer. But that's the goal. Everybody wants to live life like it's Shabbos, you know? From the davening, there's no train, there's no work. So even when there is work, there is, you know, a train. We don't have to run. You know, by Kelm, by Kelm, they were masters at working at Musser. So in Kelm, if anybody was ever seen running, in Kelm, if you were seen running, what did it mean? Anybody know? There was a fire. It's the only reason why they ran in Kelm. There's a fire. Then you have to be, then, okay, then you have to do your stadlis. But they, the Kelmites... Don't run for buses, they don't run for trains, even if they're going to miss it. It's a high level, maybe we'll talk about it at some point. But if it's meant to be, it's meant to be, if not, not. So, <clears throat> the sixth factor that we have to get into here is that the one we're trusting in, if we want to have full calm, if we want to be able to relieve ourselves of the anxiety, a lot of times it comes from other people harming us with their business, whether they're actually trying to harm us or they're opening up a new business or in terms of health things, you know, people are very nervous about, you know, inyanim of health and something we have to be, know how to be do harishtadlis and where we have to know that it's too much. Of course there's a shtadlis. I just saw a funny joke. I saw a funny, funny joke. <laughs> All right, it's, it said, um, we just want to thank Putin. Putin? How do you pronounce the name? Putin. We want to thank Putin for... Um, for solving the COVID epidemic. <clears throat> As I said. Because now all the news is about Putin and the news is not about the COVID because it's all about the news. Whatever the news says is in, is in. <clears throat> so I just want to thank Putin for, for solving the epidemic. Uncle Panem, nobody can harm a person 
No one can touch a person unless a Kaddish Baruch Hu decides. <clears throat> Haman tried. Haman tried, but Kaddish Baruch Hu, he allowed it to be for a little bit, and then he said, <clears throat> not happening. So we have to learn to trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. So no one can help him, no one can harm him, no one can protect him from harm, just like a servant who was tied up and imprisoned, who was completely under the jurisdiction of his master, with no one else able to do anything to him, neither good or bad. It's a hard, it's a hard thing to get our, wrap our minds around, but we, that's, it takes time. Everything takes time. It's like anything you're learning new. Pick anything that you've learned new. I don't know. Sometimes as we get older, we stop learning new things. We just do the same things again and again. But recently I, I started, because um, my kids wanted to start an instrument. It was an instrument. So I think it's a, great, it's a great outlet. So then I started. And I figured if they're doing it, you know, I'm chazik them. I'll go through it slowly. But as you're, as you're starting, I mean, everything's new. You have to, first of all, you have to know how to hold this thing. You have two hands that each have a certain actions and they're different there's also in front of you is a whole new language you have to learn how to read and i'm it's funny because i'm watching my kids getting frustrated because it's it is a, it's frustrating it's you're learning a whole new thing but as someone who's matured i mean at least a little bit i've matured at least and i in at least in education i've matured and i understand through you know learning through davening everything just takes time Everything just takes time, which what at the beginning is unnatural. You have to really like, okay, this, 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 and then you play one. And then after time, everybody knows. It takes a certain amount of hours, a certain amount of experience and time. And of course, you have to trust in a Kodesh Baruch Hu. I tell them all the time. When you're playing your instrument, you have to be talking. You have to trust. Eventually, it just becomes in the system. You don't have to think about it anymore. Do you remember the first time? Do you remember the times you were practicing driving? I don't know if you remember. I still remember this. Okay, you're sitting there with your mother or your father or whoever else is that the lucky duck to sit next to you you know my mother would hold on as tight as possible you know to the door and okay you have to have what was it, it was 10 9 uh 10 2 right 10 2 you have to look okay look in your rear view look in your side everything was very robotic i still remember this very clearly very robotic and and everything okay the, the gas is right and you have to remember everything and step by step and you're driving and then you know you push on the gas the brakes it's too hard of course and after a certain amount of hours, I still, I still can remember it till today, where exactly I was, where everything just went natural. I no longer had to start, th- I, never, I didn't have to think anymore. Everybody's gone through this in their lives, you have to have, just to have you paid attention to it. What was once robotic and very technical, everything was a, an Indian and I had to pay attention and there was a checklist, it just comes natural. It's like anything in life, you, the first time you were working in your business and you had a certain checklist and week by week, and then eventually it became normal. So the goal with bitachon is the same thing in general, is that we're learning the techniques of bitachon, learning the technical details of what we're supposed to be thinking, and we might need to chazer over and might need to write things down, and we should. And each day we should take some time, if we can, to review some of the main points, and that's why we send out those texts, just to give you a moment. But at a certain point, it just becomes natural. And hopefully you have experienced it a little bit, I'm hoping. In some ways, that which once bothered you, stressed you out, either didn't anymore, or it's much less. The best is when then you realize it. Sometimes it just becomes natural, so you don't even realize it anymore. But the second you, you take stock in where you're holding, and you say, whoa, that thing that was once... And I've spoken to people on the phone about this Chabura, and they've told me that things that they once totally stressed out about or lost their kalimon, it's not as bad anymore. And that's the most geschmack feeling when you realize that. There's nothing better than that than feeling like this is working. And once you see it's working a little bit, you're like, I, it can go further. It can continue. That's the goal. 
like with the, with the instruments. I'm trying to get the kids at least to, once they could play a little bit, like, oh, I could, I could do it, right? At the beginning, it's just like reading and a, and a note here and a note there. Very, very robotic, very not geschmack. But once you get them to play a little bit of a song of some sort, that's what the teachers try to get them to play a quick song. You're like, whoa. Okay, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. I didn't like that song so much when I was younger, but now that I could play it on, you know, on a guitar or something, oh, now it's much more, much more enjoyable. So you have to remember, so Bitaqan is the same thing. <clears throat> it's very important. We have to just keep going. Even if a person thinks he's not gaining, he is gaining. There's no question he's gaining. You might not recognize it, but just keep going. The goal is that it just envelops you and it enters into your mind. And as the Tanya says, and I think Parag Dalit, when, he when he's talking about learning, Torah, that originally when a person is learning Torah and he has, he's having the information enter his mind and he's thinking about Ruvain lending to Shimon and Ruvain's shore, Goring, you know, Levi's shore, whatever it may be, the more you think about it, think about it, think about it, eventually your brain ends up inside the Torah. At first, the Torah is in your brain. The more you learn about it, your brain actually ends up inside of the Torah. That's what he explains. The more you think and wrap your head around something, you, you, you're so in that zone, you become part of the Torah itself. So it's the same thing with Bitochen. Right now we're thinking about Bitochen, and then eventually we're going to think Bitochen. Right? It's a big difference. Right now we're thinking about Bitochen, we're learning about it, and eventually that's how we're going to think. That's how we're going to see situations. Very important. Page 49, second paragraph. Ukishia batech b'shusmi shabatach alav al inyin hazeh, ye yosirot of tochlov. When the person who has trust is completely under the jurisdiction of the one he is trusting, in the manner outlined above, it will be even more appropriate for him to place his trust in his friend. <clears throat> we're of course going to discuss the sugi Heshtalos. Right now we're in the world of just pu- what pure bitachon would say, that nobody can harm me, n- n- not shaykh. So does that mean a person walks across the street with his eyes closed? Obviously not. We're going to learn how to balance that, but we're not there yet. Finally, he says here, number seven, the author says that the friend who is being trusted must be known as generous and kind both towards those who deserve it and those who do not. For this quality, for if this quality is not present in the friend, he might give up trusting him, thinking that he is undeserving of his friend's kindness. This, I believe, is also one of the most important of the seven. Number four, number seven. So here's number seven. This is the most important line. The seventh factor, he says, the one who is being trusted is extremely generous and kind, both towards those who are deserving of his kindness, as well as those who are not deserving. The way that we could fully trust in another, ultimately Kaddish Baruch Hu, is going to be that even if we in our own eyes, in our own system, think we are not deserving of that which I would hope, the money, the health, the whatever it is, it doesn't matter. HaKadosh Baruch doesn't have such a cheshman. Even if I think I'm not deserving, HaKadosh Baruch Hu still will take care of me. My thoughts about myself, where I'm holding in Yiddishkeit, don't matter. That doesn't mean we don't have to try. That doesn't mean we don't have to be a good Yiddin. And we will learn about that in detail. But so, so, if a person is a good Jew, he's trying his best, even if he's made mistakes along the road, a lot of mistakes along the road, it does not mean HaKadosh Baruch Hu won't take care of him. It is, that, that is not an equation. My mitzvah performance equals how much bitachon I can have in HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That is not an appropriate 
Cheshman. Just like my Hishtadlis does not equal the amount of money I make. We're, go, we're learning in Bitochon, Shar Bitochon, certain classic Cheshbonis that a person has made naturally, or maybe he was taught about it in an unfortunate schooling situation, school, the school catastrophe situation. These are not proper Cheshbonis. Again, my mitzvah performance, where I'm holding, where I believe I'm holding in my own mitzvah performance, which is often very negative and much worse than it actually is in the eyes of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, which is already the problem. But my mitzvah performance, what I perceive to be my mitzvah performance, does not equal how much bitachon I could have in a Kaddish Baruch Hu, how much a Kaddish Baruch Hu is going to help me. No shaykhs. I don't have to remind Hashem of all the good things I did when I asked for something. I don't have to remind him. No, but, 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 but it might not be a bad thing. That might not be a bad thing. We don't have to know. But not, not as a way of, no, not, you can't, you don't use that as, yeah, because then he'll be, <laughs> he'll be like, oh, can I show you, want me to show you my, uh, the other record? You're right. For now, we're going to leave all that out. We don't have to. It's not, it's not shaykh. So he says, additionally, his generosity must be constant and his kindness continuous, never ending and interrupted. Obviously, only Kaddish Baruch could do such a thing. So this made me start thinking about Purim. I mean, I've already been thinking about Purim, but Purim Kleisel made a lot of mistakes. Fortunately, in the beginning, that's the whole downfall. The Suda, Mordechai says, don't go. The whole Suda, which was a, a party of Ahasuerus that, that the base makers just destroyed, that it's still destroyed, and Claudius is going to join in. <clears throat> it, was, it was at that party, that very party, that would happen, the beginning of the, of the whole Rafua. Vashti was already killed. At the party that they were sinning in, HaKadosh Baruch was already preparing the ultimate salvation for Klai Yisrael. And it's really even before that. Because if you know the Midrashim, the very fact that Vashti married Achashverosh, Vashti Amiyuchas to Balshetz, 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 how do you say his name again? Balshatzer? Shetzer? It's, it's not ringing well in my head right now, I don't know why. And, and Achashverosh, who was, according to the Midrashim, he was like a stable boy, he somehow found some money, he became, you know, overnight he became uh, fabulously wealthy and he became the king. Even the fact that they were married together was not a shidduch. It was a shidduch made in heaven, but to destroy them, Right? Already a Kaddish Baruch, what's the Lashem Chazal say? Hashem has mocked him, the refuah to the Makkah. Kaddish Baruch was already preparing refuahs before he clops them. Before Haman was in power and there was a decree, we already had most of the whole Tikkun was already prepared. And that's always the case. That's how a Kaddish Baruch runs the world. So anytime a person's in a situation which he perceives as bad, we're not at that madrig of, of Nochemish Gamzu yet, is even if you see, if you perceive a situation not good, the muna and bitachon is that I have to believe and I have to trust if I can get to that place, that HaKadosh has already worked out the tikkun for me. I don't know when, I don't know how, but it's already, it's, it is, it's, in, the, it's in the works. That's what Purim teaches us. That's, that's why we read the Megillah. And we always read the Megillah after. We get to see the whole situation after it happened. The people by, the, by, by Shushan at that time, they didn't see it that way. And therefore, they, of course, they were in a state of fear and trepidation. But we who get to read about it afterwards get to see how even that which Mamish looks like it's game over. I mean, Haman and Achishverus, the world powers, are saying the Jews are going to die. There's nothing to talk about. Even though it was the bleakest time for Klai Yisrael, even in, 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 if you learn Pnimis Torah, it was, Akadosh Baal was turning his head, Kivyachu. To, to Klai Yisrael in the deepest way. And like, there was nothing like this ever. Yet he was already 
working out the refuah. What would be the proper emuna at that point? In Where? Words, if if Kal Yisrael had the proper emuna at that point. When Haman made the decree? Yeah. What would, what would have been the appropriate response? Exactly as Mordechai did. Where he was but able Mordechai to stay. Has, Mordechai has, is, is, is confident that everything will be okay. Right. That doesn't stop him from, from Hishtadlus. From, from, from the fasting. Exactly. The That's what Kodesh Baruch wants. And, he and, wants that. He wants that balance. That's what we're going to learn with Bitochen. Bitochen doesn't just mean okay. I, I never ever have to worry. Everything's good. I could I can make mistakes and therefore, but I never have to do tshuva because it's all good. Kodesh Baruch will take care of me. No no no. Bitochen is trusting Kodesh Baruch so much that he wants me to fulfill my mission, which half of it is to believe that he's going to take care of me, and half of it is we have to do tshuva and we have to daven. Right, Mordechai played. If you pay attention to Mordechai, he... so, so the, the idea is that we have to do tshuva. So you, you have to believe then that you've done something that requires tshuva. Correct. Right, right? Up, up We're now. not saying here you didn't sin. We're just saying that our bitachon has nothing to do with where you perceive your mitzvahs as being. Of course, we, a person sins, he has to do tshuva. If you, did, if, you, if you would really believe that you're un, unsavable, so to speak, then you wouldn't even bother trying. Right? Exactly, yeah, 100%. That's, that's the... There's a Pasuk in Tehillim. What do we say? Laman Tivore. What's the beginning of that? Ki imcha aslicha. Laman Tivore. Why is it hitting me? Uh, I forgot what the question was. Ki imcha aslicha. You have slicha with the one who... Mm, I forgot. I, okay. I think it means fear. I think it's a lesson of, of fear. You have slicha for the one you fear. I, okay, I forgot right now. But yes, if a person would believe he's unsavable, this is why. If a person would think he's unsavable, why, why do tshuva? It's total yish. Total yish. But Mordechai at Tzadik teaches us how to, how to play both sides. On one hand, he says, There's no shaila. There is no Shiloh, we're going to be saved. Yet he went out and he led the crying and the sackcloth and the fasting and everything. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to do both. He wants to pure be talking to him, but he also wants to do tshuva. We obviously made mistakes. Obviously. But he was able to play both. That's, that's a master of Mordechai is the master of So we're Zoha that we can now look back at the story and, and analyze him and try to learn from him. And no one had such a story that Mordechai didn't have anybody to look upon. Why is he the only one of all the people that were available? There was plenty of... Nevi'im and things? There was plenty of other people that were sitting and learning. There was plenty of other people that were... Mom, you know, I don't know. Him. Right? There's other Nevi'im. It doesn't seem like, he, like there's anybody else that he can rely on, just himself, right? I mean, Kaddish Baruch, of course. I'm he was he was of the, uh, the upper Anshe Knesset Gedola, and he had a direct connection to a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and that, it was, it, it, listen at a certain point the Tzadikia door, who did they go to? Right, which means there were other people that correct. Were, so what what happened? What do you mean? Why didn't they step up, or yeah. why did? Yeah, it doesn't sound like there's anybody except for him. There's different Tzadikim, and there's different Tzadikim in the world. If you if you have a if you right now, if you could imagine, there's different Tzadikim in the world, and we don't know the levels of Tzadikim. We don't know, but there are some who are more Torah-based. Some are more HaKadosh Baruch Hu-based, meaning there are certain, certain ones. Mordechai Tzadik was probably doing his bodhis every single day. All the other ones were not with him, right? How would you know to follow him? 
Just. I'm sorry. I, you I, saying I, how I did? Take over the year, so keep going. It's a good question. It's an interesting question because I, I always think about it with the with the with the shift they call. When the Shvatim decided to do what they did with Yosef, you know, if we were there, could you imagine? It's, 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 it's 10 on 1. All the Shvatim are saying, Yosef is Chayv Misa. These are the biggest, these are the Gedol Yador. And Yosef is saying, no, 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 I'm not, no, I'm not. They're, it's wrong. Who would you go with? It's 10 to 1. What are you going to do? Yet at the same time, I always think, they never asked Yaakov, you know. They never asked the Gedol Hador. Um, it's not simple, it's not a simple answer, but part of our Bitochen, there is Bitochen in Sadiqim, there is, right? Ubo Sidbah, because we have to have Emunah Sacham, we have to have Emunah Sadikim. But that sugya, um, unfortunately, someone actually spoke to me about it a few weeks ago. He asked me, you know, how do, how do you teach kids about trusting in, in Sadikim when you see some of them have fallen? First of all, some of them made mistakes in the Torah, and some of them nowadays have made big mistakes. So I said, the, I said the basic answer, there's two parts. Is number one, you have to teach somebody das, which is a hard thing to do. You have to be, person has to be balanced. You have to, you can't just mamish, you can't just give up your entire way of thinking. You have to also be able to use your brain. A Kaddish Baruch wants you to use your brain. And if you see somebody doing something funny, you're allowed to think about and ask. But also, I said, one of the main things that people, are, we're not being taught is that we're not learning to trust in a Kaddish Baruch Because we're humans and... We, HaKadosh Baruch is so big and he's so far, we don't even know anything, so we just start to trust in the, in the Chacham and the Tzadikim. Well, they know more than me because, they, of course, they learn Torah all day. Therefore, they have to know more. And therefore, we, we don't have trust in HaKadosh Baruch And therefore, when, when these Tzadik, unfortunately, or Tzadikim, does something that's not so good and he falls, the person's left with nothing. But if you have a strong connection to HaKadosh Baruch then it's possible that Tzadikim could fall, but it doesn't mean you have to fall. You don't have to fall. It's very, very important. Shabbat Tochen protects a person. It gives a person real das to know that you're not, you're not a, a lo yutzlach. You have to ask everything to the Rebbe. You, you can use your brain. You can trust that HaKadosh Baruch also gave you a brain to use. Sometimes you can't, you don't, you don't know the situation. Okay, so then you go to the tzaddik, but think about it first. Trust, have self-confidence. Bitochen teaches a person, have self-confidence. Because HaKadosh Baruch is flowing through you just like he's flowing through, flowing through everybody else. It's very, very important. <clears throat> so we're in the we're in the Shvias here. And so we're saying something very important. That even if we believe we're not deserving, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The one we're trusting in will take care. And he says, someone who possesses all of these qualities in addition to that which was mentioned beforehand in the introduction in chapter one, which again I'll just read through. In a minute, it's Kedai. Meets all the criteria necessary to gain a Nishlumu Tanai Bitochen Bo, a person's trust. Vishchayev Hayodeya. I want to be Medaik in the Lashon here. Vishchayev Hayodeya Zemimenu Livtoch Bo, Vishatanuach Nashalov Begilav in Istaro. Belibo Vevarov. Ulimasar Lov Velirtos Begzerosov, Velodun Osolitov Bechol Dinov, Umifalov. And surely leads the person who knows this about him to trust him. Not surely leads. You're, you're mechuyev. You're obligated by human logic, by godly human logic, right? Our human logic, of course, is given to us by Kaddish Baruch Hu. You are obligated, if you find a person who has all these qualities, 
that loves you, that takes care of you, that knows better about you than you know about yourself, who's been with you since you're born to the time you die, who is stronger than anybody who could do anything, who can protect you from all harm, and who's the one who causes everything, and the one who will give to you even if you're not deserving, how, how could you not give over yourself to this person or ultimately Kodesh Baruch How could you not? This then surely leads the person who knows this about him to trust in him and to have peace of mind as a result of his reliance on him. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Both when it comes to the trusting person's behavior in public and his behavior in private, in the trusting person's mind. Never worrying about his needs. We have to do hishtadlis, but not to worry about the hishtadlis. Not to worry. If it comes a point where you see that the hishtadlis that you're doing, um, there, is, there, is, there is not a proper you know, flow coming. Not that hishtadlis equals... Parnasa. But in the place you're at, a Baruch is not providing you with enough Parnasa. It could be that you could switch things. Could be. But we don't worry. We just have to take the signs from a Baruch Hu. We have to learn how he speaks to us. And we'll get into those details a little bit later. And the trusting person will trust as well as with the rest of his body and his actions. Everything is given over to a Baruch Hu. And he will give himself over to the trusted persons as well to accept his decrees and to judge him positively. This is what we were talking about, Dan the Kafschus. That, that the main sugi of Dan the Kafschus is to, tr- to, to everything that a Kaddish Baruch does is for the best. Judge a Kaddish Baruch It looks bad. It looks bleak. But that's in your finite, subjective mind. Right? The goal of Bitochen is to go objective, to go, let's see how Kodesh Baruch Hu sees the world. And it's going to be good. So we have to judge the Dan, the Kavschus. And not waiting, right? There's one madrig of when things go awry, then Dan, the Kavschus. Right? With the classic sugya, you see somebody doing something you know, inappropriate. So therefore, it's probably he has an excuse for it. But when we're, when we're talking about a Kaddish Baruch who from the very second we wake up in the day, he's already the one who's giving us that life. And every single moment after that, every moment proactively, we should be judging him the kafschus. Many people in this world are, 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 are almost living, waiting for something bad to happen to them. If, especially if you're listening to the news. There's no question. Because everything's negative in life, right? Everything's just bad and negative. But very, they have people, hopefully it's not nobody here, but people sometimes, in certain, not everything in their life, maybe it's money, maybe it's their family, maybe it's, they just, they're just waiting for the next thing to go wrong. That's how they're living. Just waiting. That's, that's a horrible way to live. It's crippling. You're not able to express yourself. You're not able to live properly. You're not able to breathe. Every breath you take is like, what's going to be? Always looking around, who's around the next corner? But if we, if we come to be talking, if we come to judge every single moment of a Kaddish Baruch the Kaf Shus, to every single moment that a Kaddish Baruch is giving us, is a Kaddish Baruch is in my life to make me the person I'm supposed to be. Every single thing. Sometimes it's going to be hard. Listen, weightlifting is hard. What can he tell you? Hashem wants us to build our spiritual muscles, our social muscles, whatever He wants us to build in our life to become who we could become. Sometimes it's going to be difficult. But every single moment, it's Kedai. Every single moment that we train our children and we test them and we don't give them because we want them to grow and we don't help them with every single Nakuda because they have to learn on their own and it's painful for them, but we know 100% that this is what we need to do. And once in a while, we, of course, we will come if we see them struggling. Same thing with the Kaddish Baruch with his children, us. 
things he has to pull away from us sometimes. The whole union of pulling away by, by Purim, the whole reason why Kaddish Baruch had to pull away from Purim is because we needed something very, very big. What did we need? Tarsh and the Beis HaMikdash. And the Beis HaMikdash Hashani. We needed that. How are we going to get to that? Only with a massive national tshuva. How is the Kaddish Baruch going to get all of Kalei Yisrael to do tshuva in one moment? Well, if Haman Harasha could kill all of Jews in one second, then every single Jew better do tshuva in one moment. Who would have thought such a thing? That this Indian is the way we're going to get the base of Mekdash back? Who could think like such a thing? Mordechai Tzadik did. The same party that they were partying at in Shusham for the destruction of the base of Mikdash was the beginning, the spark of the national tshuva to, re- to get that base of Mekdash back. It took a few years. It wasn't, it wasn't a one-year thing, right? We read the Megillah in you know, 25 minutes. It was over, I don't know how long, 12, 11 years? To, I don't know how long. Yeah, it seems, it seems like it was very quick. It was years, years and years and years and years and years. I don't remember the number, 10 years, something around there. How much? 12 years. 12 years from Purim till the Beis Hamikdash? No, 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 from the party. From the party till, till Haman died. When in those 70 years did Purim take place? In those 70 years between the first Beis Mamash at the end. Mamash at the end, yeah. Mamash, Mamash. That was the, Akashverosh thought he made the calculation right. He was off by a little bit. The Gemara McGill goes through the whole calculation. He, he thought he was smarter than the Right, yeah. The big Balgaiv, The whole Indian, Haman and Balgaiv, which is against Bitaav. Everything. Everything. But. So, that's Kaddish Baruch Hu going to change human nature once Mashiach comes? This is. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean human nature? I don't know. No, when a person the sees the whole, a Kaddish Baruch Hu more. For us to have <clears throat> salvation, right? Kaddish Baruch Hu had to pull away in order for us to do national truth, which means if things are good for too long, then we pull away from him, and he needs to pull away from us for us to and bring a calamity in order for us to... Okay. So now what? We don't know. They say not. They say that it, it, things are going to change. Like There's a sugi called Tainig to me, the ain't a Tainig. We have a constant Tainig. If Shabbos would be every day, it wouldn't be Kishmak. It wouldn't be. Ah, but... but when there's Bizman Mashiach and then Gula, it says every day is going to be Shabbos. Yom Shagula Shabbos. So how's that going to be? There's going to be something different. There's going to be something different. But it's not, it's unfathomable in our system right now. Seems like every time, you know. But I'll tell you. It seems like it doesn't last, is my point. But I'll tell you. But I will tell you that the more a person works on Bitochen, the emes, and it takes time, not just learning about it, but ultimately through that learning about it becomes a person who sees the world in bitachon eyes, you'll start to bridge the gap and you'll start to see how it's possible that a person can live every moment and he doesn't, with a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and he doesn't necessarily need the calamities to bring him closer because there's two levels of tshuva. It's not fully for now, but just to mention, there's two levels of tshuva. Everybody cannot deals with the lower level of tshuva. Why they're always discussing this, I don't know. Level of Yira, where you make a mistake, you fell, and now you got to get back to where you're holding. That's, that's, that's pretty. It's because you made a mistake. That's just, that's the lower level of tshuva. The ultimate level of tshuva, tshuva means to return to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Yeah, I didn't sin, just to get closer to him. Just to return. That means every single thing I'm doing in my life is just to connect it to him. I'm eating food. I said a bracha. I said a bracha Rishona. I said a bracha Chrona. Right? Did I sin? No. Kosher? It's kosher. I'm eating the apple. When I'm eating the apple, I'm thinking about work. Okay? Did you sin? No. Everything's fine. But imagine eating the apple the whole time, eating the apple like a Victor Miller used to eat an apple. 
Everything is a karasatov. Every bite tasting the elokus, tasting the godliness, tasting the deliciousness, the hoda that you have to kadosh baruch Hu. That's also eating, eating an apple with tshuva. Because you're returning the apple back to Kaddish Baruch You're returning, you're eating back to Kaddish Baruch I didn't need to sin. That's the higher level of tshuva. It's the higher level of tshuva and it's the much more gishmak of tshuva. And if we would teach this way and we learn this way, we wouldn't need as much of the lower level of tshuva. <clears throat> so we have to, we have to judge Kaddish Baruch positively. Right? It's a funny thing. Of course, we're not the Bailam. Everything Kaddish Baruch does is for the best. And we have to have down the Kassos on Kaddish Baruch And even with his, and to accept his decrees. And to accept his decrees. It's not an easy thing to do. But we have to work on our Betachem. The seven qualities are only found in God. Even though we've been discussing this the whole time, now the Shai Betachem is going to prove with different Psukim that it's only a Kaddish Baruch that has each and every one of these qualities. Okay, so let's go through this. When we examine these seven conditions, we will find that at, uh, we will not find them at all in any of the creations. You might find one or two in a, in, a, in a friend of yours, but not all seven, no question. However, we will find all of them in the Creator, may He be exalted. Shehu Merachem al that was number one. Hashem has Rachmanus on His creations. Kemosha Kosov, Rachum v'chanan Hashem. He's the Racham, he's the Chanon. Va'amar, and he says, Va'anilo ochus al Ninveh ha'irakdolo. He says to Yonan, I shouldn't take pity on Ninveh, even those who didn't deserve it. Right? Kol shekein, kol Yisrael. Page 51. V'she'enim es'alim k'moshakosav hinei lo yon v'lo'ishin shem Yisrael. And the Kodesh Baruch who's never lazy, right? Number two was that the one is never lazy. He's always wants our best. He's always, you know, Bezriz is trying to help us. The fact that Hashem does not ignore those who, who uh, those he cares for are supported by the Pasuk. It says, Behold, the guardian of Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. What does that have to do with Purim? Yes. So Haman said that there's a God, the God's sleeping. He's, he's, a, he's an old God, he's sleeping. No, no, no. But that was the part of the Lashon Hara that Haman spoke. Number three, some of these psukim we say every single day, it's kedai when you're davening to stop for an extra second and just pay attention to these psukim to bolster your, your you know, your bitachim. We're working on, we're trying to work on it anyway. Tefillah is the, as, as, as I was told, that the Rav Aaron Kotler used to say that tefillah is the maisa mitzvah of bitachim. A real like yeshivisha way of saying it. That tefillah is the maisa mitzvah of bitachim. Okay. So at least if we're davening, let's pay attention. All the psukim are amun bitachim. So he says, the fact that Hashem is all-knowing and invincible is supported by the Pasuk. It says in, in, in your Eov, He is wise in heart and mighty in strength. What does he mean by that, by the way? Which one? He means that, part of what he means is that the Bitochon... So Bitochon is a mitzvah? Bitochon is a mitzvah. Okay. So the Maisa mitzvah, the actual bringing into action... This is according to a, a yeshiva, yeah, in, that, in his world, which we don't fully, we hold of much more, but the dibor of the tefillah and the, the dibor of that belief is the maisa. That's what he says. I, I think it's... So bringing into action that mitzvah That's what the, he holds, yeah. Okay. But, we, but we're learning Shabbat and it's much, much more than that. Every single moment of your life when you're eating, eating an apple, you know, it's, it's the maisa mitzvah bitachon. I just always quote that over because I heard it. Ravon Kotler was not a small person. 
He knows much more than we know. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm just saying myself because I don't, I think that's limited. Happens I think that's a very limited way of saying it. So even though when I was saying it, I didn't really want to say it, but it's just, it's so part of my system. But maybe it's not limited, maybe it's just part of it. It's right, part of it means it's... It's not not everything, but it's... it's, it's Right, so limiting means is that when you're taught something and it's really only part, but you're taught, like, it's everything, so you just totally limit it. And that's, I think, a lot of our, um, unfortunately... Uh, education, it's just, as let's say you hear from Rebbe, yeah? You hear from Rebbe so many new ideas that you never heard before. Th- things that blow your mind, that just open you up to something that you just never thought about. So we were limited our whole life in a certain way of thinking. We were taught, this is it. And yet it's really not. It's not even close to it. It's just half, maybe. So, you know, when, we're get, when, when, when a kid's young and he's impressionable and he's, and he's taking in and he's, you know, naive in a certain way, and I don't know anything, so whatever the Rebbe teaches me, that's it. And the Rebbe only, unfortunately, knows half. Or for whatever reason, he's only teaching half, and he teaches it like it's it. Then the kid can go his entire life stuck. stuck. I, say, I speak to people all the time like this. I say the simplest thing that I think is the simplest thing, only because you know, I heard it from Rebbe like seven years ago. And the person's like, whoa, are you telling me that a Jew can be happy? Are you serious? I'm like, yeah, it's not true. It's true. Yeah, you could, you could actually dive and be happy. You can, you can fast and you can, you can be happy. Did you know that? He's like, no way. I'm like, yes way. But this is happening all the time. This is happening all the time. And Bitochen is one of those sugyas that it's, it's, it's not even taught. That's the problem. I mean, it's, it's not even taught. Amuna maybe is taught, maybe. But not even. So the major yusodas of life are not taught. And if they're taught, it's only a little tiny bit of it. Mamash. If you don't have... I'm not saying chasidis necessarily, but if you don't know like panemius, if you're not even learning ramchals, you're not even learning something deeper in the, the bali machshava, even learning musa the proper way, you're, you're not even going to get it. If you don't learn Mesil Sasharim in a deeper way than just the words, like everybody reads it, you're not even getting Mesil Sasharim. That's just the way it is. <clears throat> so, yeah, you have to understand, yeah. So, we're up to, um, okay, number three here. He is wise in heart and mighty in strength, and he, you know, who hardened his heart against him and remained whole. Okay, a lot of psukim. Chasham Agdula, he's great, he's, he's, uh, he has the might, the glory, the victory. And it says, the Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty, a mighty one who will save you. So let's just finish off with this. Number four, listen to, look, look what they add over here, very interesting. Read her number four. The fourth quality, which was, I think, one of the most important qualities. A person who is being trusted must know what is best for the one he is helping. We trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu. We say this all the time. He knows what's best. Sometimes I don't know. I think a million dollars in my bank account would be the best for me. It sounds very good. And a Kaddish Baruch Hu is not giving it to me. Must be he knows it's not for my best. Right? Most of our trust in a Kaddish Baruch Hu is coming from this condition. That Hashem knows what's best for me. And therefore I don't have to worry. Right? Yet is not explicitly listed by the author in regards to Hashem in the rayas, in the proofs that the Chovah Salavavos is bringing to prove that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is the one who has all these conditions, he does not bring a raya for number four. The most important, if not the top two or three, he doesn't bring a raya. Why not? Why not? Here's the question I'm leaving everybody with. Anybody have a thought? You hear the question? He's bringing proofs in Psokim that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is the one who has all these conditions. Once you, once, once you get to it, you realize that that's the case. 
So it could be that, what do you mean, once you get everything else? Yeah, once, it, 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 <clears throat> to, tell you, to tell you that just trust in him because he knows what's good for you is not going to, um, not going to incentivize you, if you will, to have, to, to, to you know, how do I know? You know it, all the anxiety a person has, well, you can't tell them just don't have it because whatever's happened to you is good. He knows what's best for you better than you do. That's not going to help anybody with anxiety. Right. So it's not something that you can prove. It's something that you just have once you properly have, you know, be talking. Okay, something's, yeah, anybody else? Something's, I hear that. First of all, it's a result of it. It's not. So, meaning if you have everything else over here, you're, so that's like, you're going to result. It's like you said before, it's the one. playing the guitar. You know, the, the, could be something like that. I was thinking something like that. I assume it was like that. Like, I was thinking about something like that. No one could ever know what's. Why? Because I was holding my hands like this. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I was saying like no one. I mean, so but like no one can ever know what's. No one can ever know what the Shem's mind. Yachol. So like no one can ever know what's really best for oneself. There's no way to prove it. There's no way to like. So So part of what you're saying is what. Therefore, it's the ultimate trust in bitachon. There can't even be a pasuk mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. There can't even be a pasuk for it. And it's part of what you're saying. You have to have every, if you have every, if you work on the other ones, mainly you're going to have this, that Hashem knows what's best, what's best for me. Well, he's been, he has compassion for me, he's been around, he's the strongest, and I'm a yid. Mimele, he, you can't even have a pasuk, it's the highest level of Bitochen. Just to read what they wrote over here, they say that maybe, maybe, when, when in number three, when, it, when he says that, that Hashem is all-knowing, in that quality. Number three, he really was including number four as well. All-knowing means he knows what's best for me. Fine. But I like Moshe's answer and, and Banish's answer better. It means that it's the ultimate trust in the Kodesh Baruch Hu. There can't even be a pasuk. How, how, do you, how, do you, how do you explain, though, when you think about you want good health for yourself, how, how can that at any time not be good for you, the best for you? Well, what happens if a person, unfortunately, gets sick and he has the proper bitachon, okay, he has the proper... Um, das and bitachon um, in his head, and when he gets sick, he realizes it's from a kaddish baruch Hu, and he realizes it must be that he needs to do tshuva for something he did wrong, and therefore he does the tshuva, which was the whole reason why they got, they got sick in the, in the beginning. See, with bitachon, <clears throat> it trains us how to think. It's not just, not just. It's everything. It's who got me sick, how long I'm sick, the, the remedy. It's all kaddish baruch Hu. Why would he get me sick? Because he wants something from me. I'll, I'll tell you personally, <clears throat> at, through, after learning Shabbat Tachan, not, I'm not saying all the time, or, no, but there have been times where I've been sick and my whole mindset has changed. Instead of just being, uh, you know, like, what am I going to get out of here? It's, it's, it's turned into different, you know, avodas. What does the Kodesh Baruch want from me? Maybe I need to do tshuva. It's a whole different game when you have that one thought, maybe I need to do tshuva. And it's the only way Kaddish Baruch Hu could get me to do it. He has to put me in a bed. I can't move. I, got, I can't think. I can't learn. I can't do anything else. I, mean, I can think a little bit. Right? People, you get sick sometimes. You can't move. Your body's done, but your mind can still think. What does he want from me? There has to be a tachas atov. There has to be something good coming out of this. That's part of our amunah bitachon. So even when a person's sick, what good could there be? And come up with all different types of examples. Dan Maybe we'll come up with 30 different things why Kaddish Baruch would make me sick. That's a big thing. Because if you come up with some answers, true answers, why Kaddish Baruch would make a person sick, make me sick, do you know how that's going to expand you? 
in terms of yourself getting sick, other people, even Chazik people, it, it, it's, it's, an, very, it's, a large, it's an expansion. Very, very big. It's Emes. It's putting a Kaddish Baruch into your head. Okay, Mitzvah Shemesh, Rosh Hashem. Freilich and Perma, we'll continue next week, Mitzvah Shemesh.